Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. Um, but it is hosted by Edgar Montplazier, Jockey Steel, and Carl Tart. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics, to back and forth, to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, little big ring. Basquiat with the clowny thing. But the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down to the Coach Kings. I use social media to calm my nerves, which I think is the opposite yeah, of what people work use at it. All. But it does for me. It does. Like I just for the first time, because I haven't, I've never done this. Mm-hmm. Um, I avoided it. I've been dipping into like Republican mentions, mm-hmm. and they're Why? so trash. They never, they never come back at you like, um, like that. Who's that one Republican senator we have who was like? Who's like, my kid came up to me and asked me, Daddy, why is California a third world? And he's like, it's because, um, it was like, cause it needs to be fixed. And he was like, isn't that your job, Daddy? And then someone was like, they was like, California has the sixth largest economy. And then, uh, in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Not even just in the world. So they're like, yeah, but there's still homeless people and all this stuff. I was like, that doesn't negate that point. I don't yeah. know why you're bringing that up. That's so and interesting. And then somebody was like, they have the largest uh, hepatitis rate. I was like, once again, <laughs> you guys. The, one of the largest populations. Yeah. It's like, that. that's just fact. But Math, my man. That's, oh, my. Insane. Uh, that's insane. For, more, for me more so, it's like uh, going into um, uh, just reading very random threads. <laughs> that, like, to me is, like, cathartic. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I've no, been following good. this Sam Noonberg thing. I don't know if you guys know about it. But he's this Trump aide who was losing his fucking mind <laughs> on like national television, and oh, I've just wow. been yeah, like he's just been going around calling in like MSNBC and CNN and being like, Mueller's not going to get me, Mueller's not going to get me, and it's just like holy shit, this is amazing. That's and, how you're like, going to get got. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like waiting for this sort of big news right now, but like reading this thread has been very calming to oh, me. Oh man, getting all the getting all the. This administration has been insane. It's a it's calming. Uh, it's it's crazy to watch someone it. else fuck up is. Oh, hey, uh, what what what's going on? What's up? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, what's, what's up, up, Miles? What's up, Miles? Hey, how you doing? Where's you doing, Miles? where's Carl at? Carl ain't here. Carl ain't here. Carl's on set today. Damn, I just came in here to see if he was going to do Daily Zeitgeist, but oh, he missed it. He missed uh, it. Keys, you want to come on? I got you. And Edgar, yeah, you, I think we have you coming on like a couple weeks. Yeah, I'm coming on, I think, like March 19th. If he, yeah, and yeah. you got a new show coming out. Oh, yeah. Nerd okay, well, then I guess tell Carl uh, the band continues. All oh, right. <laughs> we got it. You heard it here first. Yep. The band has officially continued. <laughs> Carl is still banned from Culture Kings. I mean, not from Culture Kings. He's banned from his own show. He is banned from Culture <laughs> Kings for the next two weeks, though. Uh, <laughs> The band, he's banned from How Stuff Works. You won't even hear his ad. <laughs> there uh, will be no Carl on the How Stuff Works network for we'll the next bleep two him weeks. Out. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, what the fuck is up, ladies and gentlemen? You've been hearing us. You got us. It's the Culture Kings. I guess we'll introduce ourselves. I'm Jacques. Uh I am Edgar Montpazier. We got guest. We got a guest. We got our boy. What's up, Iffy? Wide away. What's up? It's your boy, if you mm-hmm. wide away here mm-hmm. on the ones and twos. Official uh, person on the list. Oh, yeah. yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the first person on the list yeah. to be on the podcast. Yeah. I know. 
Yeah. So who's next on the list to come on after me? Maybe I one don't of know. those. Uh, maybe one of those uh, uh, jaywalkers that Carl really hates. We <laughs> 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 can grab him, put him on the pod. I know. I know. Uh, uh, we'll do the list today. Then we'll put some people on the list. We'll put some people on the we'll list who could hopefully on be on the podcast. Uh, I'm yeah. very excited for Iffy to be on the podcast for one reason and one reason alone. Now there's two people eating pistachios in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think I think I made these a thing here uh, last week. Andrew T was here and he was like yes I'm eating a pistachio oh, yeah. it's a thing man I will say as a listener you can't hear the pistachio thank you thank you that's why like but you can hear them in the monitors you can hear them in the monitors that's very true but, but you can hear Carl's loud ass popcorn you could hear Paul's popcorn <laughs> on the podcast Look, I couldn't hear his popcorn either maybe I have my value <laughs> all the food stuff I'm like I'm not in on it I can't yeah, hear him you can't hear it next week I'll be eating fucking pancakes and shit Iffy, uh, you're doubling up on podcasts right now. Yeah, yeah. You got two podcasts. Yeah, right well, you got that. one coming out, but then you mm-hmm. also have another podcast. Oh yeah, Candy Dinner. Are you talking about? Yeah, that? yeah. yeah. With, my, uh, with uh, the boy Matt Apodaca. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah. No, that was a fun one. Um, uh, mostly because Nerdificent is going to be like very informative. Mm-hmm. A little, you know, I'm not going to talk as spicy on there. Not much room to talk spicy since we're dropping hot information. Yeah, you want to so be like, a lot more straight with everything. Yeah, so I was like, I need a podcast where I can talk spicy. Mm. Yeah, mm. Mm. what's spicy? What's spicy today? Uh, well, Angela Bassett is part of Lawrence Hive. She That's just, insane. That's what I'm saying. I was like, because I remember you all were talking Actually, about it on the last insane. episode how like black women side with Issa more than Lawrence, but mm-hmm. we have the queen. Yeah, the queen. black women, Angela Bassett. She's like, no, I, I, Lawrence, you know, shouldn't have got cheated on. Every because, black woman right now is having a meltdown about yeah. it <laughs> because she's right. He, ain't, you, there's no excuse to cheat. I know. Yeah, I've I, had I've had this argument so many times because it's always like, I know, but, and it's like, nah, there's no but. <laughs> he was on the couch for four months. That yeah. should be an official Culture Kings question. Any yeah. guest that comes on will ask them if they're Team Lawrence or Team Team Lisa. Lawrence or Team well, Lisa. Also, how I look at it is like they were in a long-term relationship. Long. A long-term relationship, you you got to have each other's back. Like sometimes yeah. he's going to be on the couch, but then, you know, Issa, like if 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 – you know, sorry if you didn't watch Insecure. That's this is your fault. And it's the first season. Come on, would guys. have had her turn to sleep on the couch yeah. right now because shit's going rough with her yeah, at work. She'd be on the couch, and he would be able and to he provide would be taking her. It. That's what a relationship is. Yeah. Man. Sometimes you're playing lead guitar. Sometimes you're playing tambourine. Chris Rock. Uh, <laughs> I think that that's very a very good point that people don't bring up. Is like it was they were in it for like what five years. Yeah, five they years. said it's like all right. Yeah, he's gonna have some dips. Like he yeah. wasn't always like that. Yeah, and yeah. if she had just waited a little bit then it goes off to pop yeah. heavy he was about to pop and like and i'm and we not saying we not saying sophie stop shaking your head we're not saying uh, settle we're not, we're saying, not saying settle, settle. we're not saying like oh but break up with him break yeah. up with him break or up with him you can break talk to him be like yo look right now you you ain't you you, you ain't struggling yeah. you struggling like it's rough for let's, me talk. Right now. let's talk let's mm-hmm. talk don't go fuck a nigga and then be like but you was on the couch. <laughs> that's crazy. That's and not... they fucked on a couch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Full uh, circle. I mean, we haven't talked. We talked about this on Against the Grain. We haven't talked about it on here. The fucking on Insecure is insane. It, it is A1. extremely A1. rough. That's that's all I want in my in my uh, in my shows. It's just like good smash, good session. smash. I think like they we are... talked about that one on season two. 
where yeah, when uh, he came in her face. Oh no, 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 not that one. I mean, I talk about that on Twitter forever, and I will always go on that campaign <laughs> about that as my biggest flaw with the show. <laughs> it was too much that was cum. too much cum, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and it's now official that I am a cum expert on Twitter. But I mean, uh, it ranges. Which it comes short. I am a cum expert. If you watch expert. enough amateur vids on Pornhub, you'll know it ranges. Some got dribbles. Some got <laughs> Peter North. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but the sex scene that really bothered me was when a uh, when a uh, Lawrence comes over to get his mail mm-hmm. and then uh and then just, he, oh, he yeah. just pulls down her pants and it goes pop 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 and then leaves <laughs> yeah that was wild that was like, wild dude uh, and they never insane. talk about it ever again that was insane i mean this nigga like he walked he was about to walk out turned around kissed her once kissed her once, once. it wasn't a makeout session it's like one kiss 5 seconds later Hit both of their pants are off, and he just humps. Yeah, yeah get for about a second, eight I was humps like, in. Yo, <laughs> yo, what am I watching here? Did this just turn into Game of Thrones? It was, this it was like, insane, dude. Also, I, I, I think, <laughs> I think about this often. I think that show too is starting to give an unrealistic view of how black people fuck. Absolutely. Like, I think I, people who watch that. There's so many negative stereotypes. Let's balance it out. Let's put some, like, fake stereotypes where, like, yo, black people smash fast. We <laughs> smash. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. I mean, great. I was happy that Lawrence couldn't last with those two, uh, <laughs> with those two girls. Like, when <laughs> Dude, he was like, way. I need, like, 45 minutes. I was like, thank you! Yeah. yeah. I've been yeah. saying this. <laughs> I mean, we all would have came quick as hell. Yeah. Both but he didn't come girls. quick as hell. Those girls were just mad that he couldn't get it back up yeah. within like 10 minutes. I was like, oh, yeah. what world? Who, who are these niggas? If you're a nigga out there who can get it back up in 10 minutes, tweet at me, at Eggman, let me know your secrets. How are you doing this? Is can there I, something I'm eating? What is going can on? I, like, I will say, <laughs> when I was younger, like in my teens... My recovery time was very fucking short. <laughs> and the older I get, my recovery time is long as fuck. Oh, yeah, in your no. teens? I wasn't fucking in my teens. Yeah. Uh, also, that's to be like, you got to have your mind right. Like, yeah. Yeah. sessions where you're like, all right, baby. Like, it's it's definitely one of those younger sessions where it's like, the parents are gone. Yeah. We're about to You're real comfy. Going. You're yeah, real yeah, comfy. Yeah. Yeah. But like, now, like, most times, like, post-coitus, I'm taking a nap. It's a yeah, nap. I wake up. <laughs> Yeah. I wake up like three hours later, and I'm like, all and, right. And I'm not even taking a nap. Post, I mean, I'm going to the bathroom, wiping yeah, off. Wiping you got to go get the tissue. Nah, I'm taking a nap. <laughs> You're like, uh, baby, nap, go do your thing. Sheets. <laughs> oh man, uh, your girl, your girl don't make you go get the towel no more. You don't have to go get the towel no more. No, you don't no, have to get the nap when you're married. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we, look, and we got a washing machine in our apartment. What you talking about? <laughs> Yeah. Like, just go ahead and trip on them sheets, baby. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, speaking of uh, finishing off... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Where, where's the segue on? Uh, someone, uh, uh, there was a, a feeling last night of something coming to completion that was very satisfying. Uh, last night was the Academy Awards, the oh, 90th yeah. Academy mm-hmm. Awards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for the last year, the black community has had... A swelling inside of Get Out is a good movie. Yeah. And trying to prove it. And like, and then finally last night with, uh, Jordan Peele being the first black person ever out of only four nominated all time to win best original screenplay felt finally validating to see, uh, uh, that movie 
you know, oh, when yeah. it's a golden statue for being such a oh, brilliant yeah. it film. Was, it was so good seeing that statue in his uh, hand. You know, yeah. It was it was a it was a weird up and down night for me because like you know there was good stuff like Get Out. I did want it to win Best Picture, but I did really like Shape of Water, so I wasn't like too salty. Mm-hmm. Also, because the statue didn't didn't go to another white man, but. I mean that statue has gone to a whole bunch of Mexican men. Like in the they, last they're, they're 10 on years. the street. Yeah, yeah. they were all in the same film school class. Really? Alfonso and uh, uh, Alejandro yeah. and Guillermo are from the same class of filmmakers. Oh, that's wild. But yeah, so but so you know it was a good win for people of color. Coco sweeping yeah. up and also getting the best song. So like it, it was good. I I feel like. You know, there's a lot of, like, salt and, like, shape of water bashing where it's like, man, just take a step back. Like, mm-hmm. that that's where it's like, look, I get being mad and I get if you, like, legitimately did not like uh, shape of water, mm-hmm. uh, Demi, because, like, uh, but, <laughs> call like, out, yeah. call out. Watch but, out, Demi. But like, otherwise, <laughs> I think in the big picture, it's just a big win for people of color, and yeah, I think right. that's that's a that's <clears throat> a great alternative versus like when if Moonlight wouldn't have won, it would have been another white person winning or sure. Lady Bird winning. Yeah, uh, what, uh, you know, but that's a woman. That's a know? woman. That's a little diverse yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, sure. I uh, I wanted to. Uh, uh, do you think that has a lot to do with the fact that? people kind of struggle with looking at Latinx people as people of color, especially when they're as white passing as Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. Where without his name, like if he went by Will. But I think no if you hear him speak, it's like, oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, 100%. Yeah. But, it, but yeah, I think it is that where there's hard. And I feel like, you know, in some communities there is adversity between black and Latinos. I think Carl brought it up, you know, because we both grew up in L.A. and there were like, you know, the black Mexican riots like that was like an annual thing Mm -hmm. uh, for a minute. And so I feel like it is hard to be like, we all won. Yeah. When in reality, we did indeed all win. Yeah. And there's enough to win. Uh, Here's my issue with it wasn't even an issue. Mm -hmm. Uh I will for I will go one hundred percent on record in saying I liked Shape of Water. Yeah, I right. think it was the greatest movie. Uh it was Oscar nominated worthy. Yeah. Uh but and I got in a debate with uh, with a couple of people online about this last night. Uh my issue isn't with Shape of Water winning. My issue is was with those that article that came out saying like there's some older uh, Academy uh, members who said Get Out wasn't Oscar. Said worthy. Get Out wasn't Oscar worthy. Oh yeah, no, that's uh, a huge and problem. and that 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 pisses me off because what 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 they were able to do with Shape of Water, if you take just the surface level of Shape of Water, a mm-hmm. uh, woman falls in love with a fish man, and I know that's not what it's about. It's much more about yeah, yeah. it's about a lot of things, but on the surface, that's insane. But they were able to get past that service level to actually appreciate the movie for what it was and all the things that it accomplished mm. and the genuine and uniqueness of the movie. Uh, and that's still an Oscar movie. Yeah. But you take a movie like Get Out and for whatever reason, that's not an Oscar movie, even though it also is unique, even though it also is, was done in a very interesting way. But mm-hmm. the difference is that it was about the black experience. Yeah. Whereas Shape of Water was about, in boiling it down, 
Love is love. Language doesn't have words in so many words. Do you think that the horror element of Get Out could have also played a factor, or do you not think so? I think, uh, I'd, I'd like to say that was an element, but what I truly believe was one of the main factors is that what we saw in that was it a Variety article or a Hollywood Reporter? I think it was they, Hollywood Reporter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that person who didn't who only didn't saw two minutes it. of the yeah. movie. I th- I think that's. It wasn't just one person. I'm sure a lot of people in the Academy did that. A Mm -hmm. lot of people, like, even for the SAG Awards, I'll go and vote, but I didn't watch every single movie. Of course, yeah. And the way that we changed that is by getting more people of color within the Academy, which is by Mm -hmm. creating and adding that to drown out those old white voices. And who knows, in five, ten years... They're going to be dead as hell. They're going to be dead. Uh, we'll be we'll be talking through their in memoriam slides, and <laughs> and then we'll clear up a lot of these votes. But also yeah. to go off your point you just made, because like I'm a SAG member too, and I, I voted as well. Here's the difference between us voting as SAG members and not watching everything, and members of the Academy voting. Uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I may be wrong, but that's your job. Like that's not it's not our job to vote as SAG members. Uh, we're doing it as a courtesy as members of the union but i'm fairly sure members of the academy probably get paid to vote as members of the academy i don't, I don't believe i don't it. believe that to I be true i think the academy yeah. is very similar to like the grammys academy where it's like okay you get a membership by being a part of it like yeah. for example my uh my comedy album my f- i didn't know but it was up for a grammy just because it was an a, album out at, yeah, within a, the time of uh, eligibility like it didn't get voted enough votes to be nominated but because my friends were in the academy and my friends, you know, no diss to them. They're, they're great, but they're, they're not like these super esteemed high mu- music people. They just were able to join the academy. And I think, okay. uh, the academy of motion pictures the same way where you, if you get the correct, I think, uh, credits or prerequisites. Prerequ- you, you can, can be join. invited. Yeah. Cause right. Ryan Coogler recently was invited yeah. and turned it down. Right. Really? Yeah. Because he was just like, I don't, I don't, I care. don't want it. Yeah. So, know, but it, see, and that's where it circles back to that thing. We need like, more we people need like Ryan Coogler in there. Coogler, one hundred percent. But see, here's the difference, though. Uh, I don't believe that they're paid, though. So okay, and I, 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 I definitely didn't know that, that was the case. But where I do feel pretty strong in making this case is, in order to vote as a SAG member, mm-hmm. you just have to join SAG, and there sure. are. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, you well, of course. get book one commercial. They're waiters in SAG. Yeah, Whereas, no disrespect to waiters. Yeah, no disrespect. But in order to vote in the academy, you have to be invited into the academy. Yeah. So the point I'm making is there's a prestige. Not to it. watching. There's a prestige to it. So mm-hmm. not watching all the movies that are up is not the same for us as SAG members. Not watching. Sure. All the movies. But then, I, I mean, up. I think where I feel like uh, uh, your argument runs into a little bit of a rough bump is that okay. SAG members are still such a small percentage of the American public in general. So there's a prestige to you being in SAG as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have this ability over most people in America, period. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So... All right, so I got it for you. So we got the facts. Academy membership is limited to film artists working in the production of theatrically released motion pictures. The Academy has 17 branches for the crafts ranging from actors to writers and two categories, members at large and associates to accommodate individuals who work in motion picture production but do not fit into one of the branches. The requirement for each branch and category can be found by clicking here. So if you are to be an actor, to be considered for invitation to a membership of actors branch, an invitation 
an individual must have a minimum of three theatrical feature film credits in all which of the roles played were scripted roles, one of which was released in the past five years and all of which are of a caliber that reflect the high standards of Academy and slash or been nominated for an Academy Award in one of the acting categories, or see have in the judgment of the actor's branch of uh, executive committee, otherwise achieve unique distinction, earn special ma- merit, or made an outstanding contribution as a motion picture actor. So you there is a prestige to it, like yeah, I said, there, and there is a prestige, but there this is. N- a glorified SAG Awards. All the only difference between the SAG Award voters and the Academy voters is that the Academy voters have either been nominated, have been in a film that has been Oscar worthy, or know some dudes in the Academy and they believe they've done enough in the industry to be joined. Yeah. So when you think of that, think of how many, how long. So it's been going for ninety years. Yeah. And then you also have to think of the fact that like some of these people are 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 bitter because like for example think of people who have been nominated just simply nominated and we've never seen anything they've done before yeah so that just breeds for a lot of bitter at old actors who's not getting Absolutely. work and they can just use it and they and they'll say that that's the funny thing about liberal racism is they liberals Racism is a smarter racism where they try and link it to reasons that they feel have validate, l- validate mm-hmm. their actions when it, in, in, in fact, it's just regular racism. It's the same kind of racism. It's just, again, like I said, I think the word prestige comes back to it where yeah. it feels like a take. It feels like a, an opinion yeah. more so than it is based on just pure hate. Yeah. But, uh, 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 Sophie did, uh, our super producer, Sophie did just point out to me that it is at the end of the day invitation only. Yeah. So even if you have those credits, you still have to be invited. And I think that lends itself to, you know, more of a boys club, probably specifically a white boys club. Oh, 100%. But, uh, but uh, I'm all about inviting boys to clubs. And I'll let you guys know some of the boys I invite to clubs after the break. Boom, <laughs> we'll be back. We back. Just my right. friends. Just my friends, guys. Those are the only people I invite to clubs. No, man. Be, be <laughs> truthful, man. Be truthful. This uh, is a safe space. I will say, guys, on my Twitter, there's a video of my friend Alejandro. Uh, doing karaoke to the song Alejandro by Lady Gaga, and it's his least favorite song in the world, but it is one of my favorite videos I've ever recorded. <laughs> I love it. Every, I mean, you've done a short film. Yeah. <laughs> I have done a short film, but I still enjoy Alejandro singing oh, Alejandro yeah. more because he's so upset. We went to this... uh there's this place in Hollywood. I won't say where it is, but if you go there, they serve alcohol past two in the morning, oh. uh, and they have karaoke, and it is very fun. Oh, I know you what you're put, talking about. You can put your friend's name in it, and they'll be forced by a bunch of Thai women to okay. sing. I already that there it is. I know what you're talking about too. Yeah. That was wild the first time I went. I was like, "Oh, y'all yeah. still going? Yeah, <laughs> Hell yeah, bro." Yeah. There was a Thai dude there who sang just like Frank Sinatra, oh, and it man. blew my fucking mind. He killed this Frank Sinatra song, and everyone was like, I was like, is this racist for me to assume that he couldn't do this? But he sounded just like Frank Sinatra. It was yeah. kind of insane. Oh, man. That's great. That's super tough. Uh Atlanta is back. You watch it? Oh yeah, I watched it this morning. Ooh, you I watched watch it? it too. I did watch it. Wait, are we gonna are we, are we gonna wrap up this Academy Award thing or are we moving oh, on? Okay, oh, let's wrap it up. All right, I'll, I'll say my final point on this, and then we'll go straight to Atlanta. Which is, even though it's invitation only, 
that still doesn't, to me, mean that people are going to take it as seriously. Yeah, absolutely. I think if it was like paid, like you said, where it was like, then people would be like, I'm going to watch everything. But like, you know, if you, if you, if we really, uh, think about it, SAG is also invitation only. You can't join until you get that letter. Sure. And it's the same. I think, Maybe your first two years you really care and you're like voting and you're like, yeah, I got to pick the best. But after a while, you're just like, I'm going to just check these boxes like yeah. I do with second words. <laughs> yeah. And, and, the, and you and like check pick- Twitter. You see what people yeah. have been like talking about and mentioning. And, and, that's, and, yeah. and that's exactly why I think it made these old whites angry because you hear all these people having this race discussion. And then it just like what she was saying, she was like, just playing the race card like that is it's so funny to not understand how offensive that is to say playing the race card is like, that is not a thing. Playing the race card does not exist. No one plays the race card. If the only time the race card is played, it's by black Republicans. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I'll say it's been played. But usually when someone is quote unquote playing the race card, they're calling out real racism. Absolutely. If they're using it to get ahead, they wouldn't be able to use it if the real racism didn't exist. I think yeah. this also goes along with a point that Carl made, which is like, if, like uh, and he uses for Black Panther, but I'll use it for Get Out, which is uh, and again this is credited to Carl. If Get Out was trash, mm-hmm. even if it was black, black people would be the first people to destroy it. Oh yeah, like, you know what I mean. Like, and I know that for a fact. Working at BuzzFeed, I remember someone made this video at BuzzFeed. It was like ten questions black people have. Yeah, and it was an all black video, and everyone's like super stoked for it. But then we played that shit, and it was one of the most offensive, terrible things ever. And oh, yeah. all black people like destroyed it. We we're like, I don't oh, yeah. give a fuck if it's an all black video. This is bad. So I think this idea that like we could just make a movie about race and it would succeed because it's black is bullshit. Black people would hate that. Here's proof right now: Soul Plane. Soul Plane. <laughs> it's an all black movie. It's an all black movie that has <laughs> it's been historically roasted by black people. Absolutely. People hate Soul Plane. So this it's like it, 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 yeah, and black people like we like good things. Good things. <laughs> but it's it's once again those like weird stereotypes that seem to have been believed in the zeitgeist that was like if it's black we'll vote. It's like no. Like for example, like when Obama, you voted for him cuz he's black. Uh, Jesse Jackson ran I was gonna for say, president. Yeah, Jesse Jackson would have been Herman, president in Herman, 88. Yeah. Herman Cain ran yeah. for president. It's like, fuck out of here. Ben but, Carson ran for president. But it, but that's the one thing I've been learning now that I've been kind of dipping into the muck and like going back and forth with Republicans is like, there is no logic to their statements. They say what emboldens their beliefs. They don't yeah. care. I mean, they do, yeah. Any fact you give them just goes to the trash because they want their talking points, whether it be Alex Jones or Tucker Carson or uh, whatever else whiny Republican. They don't care. Like well, they they are not looking for facts. Well, what I find fascinating is well, exactly they're not looking for facts. And that's kind of like something that I've seen recently is that these people will enter these fact based arenas for arguments. Yeah. And then when you start getting at them, it's like, well, it's just my opinion. And they can hide behind the guise of opinion when they're actually in a factually based arena. Yeah. And that's very dangerous way of thinking. It's yeah. just like, you know, they can say, oh, black people always vote for black things. And you can be like, look at Soul Plane's numbers. And yeah. you can prove to them factually that it's not true. But be like, well, this is my this is just my opinion. You haven't convinced me well, against my opinion. Yeah, and I feel like the the common reply for that is like, well, you didn't make an objective statement. No, <laughs> <laughs> and I think it just ends and begins right there. You didn't make an objective statement, so Absolutely. you are wrong. It is not your opinion. You are just wrong. Exactly. And then that's when it'll Couldn't devolve into name calling, and uh, then you just mute them. But but Atlanta, I gotta say, <laughs> I watched Atlanta the best way. So Carl last night, he he fired up that air fryer. Uh, he was real excited about it, and he made it. Was it, it good? 
uh, yeah, and I didn't have it because it. it was outside of my feeding window. So uh, I talked to Carl. We did a show. Uh, you, first of all, you can't yeah, walk we, past what you just yeah, said. We gotta, we gotta you, go back. We gotta go back and we talk about back. it's past your it's feeding, past my window. feeding window. Well, you guys uh, haven't heard of uh, intermittent fasting? Uh, no. <laughs> the only fasting I've heard of is when Grandma says Jesus told you to fast. Oh, yeah. man. My mom used to do that shit for 40. Oh, my God. Yeah. So intermittent fasting is basically the newest fitness diet craze, mm-hmm. except it's one of the only, I guess you can say, diet fads, even though it's not really a fad, that has been backed by places like Scientific American. There is scientific fact that this works. I'm sorry, Ify, I'm sorry. I believe that every person has one thing that they deeply believe in that's just absolutely wrong. Yeah. And I think these fitness things for you, is that for you? Oh, like- man. Well, you are 100% <laughs> wrong, because scientists that are way smarter than both of us, I'd even say everyone in this room combined, yeah. have I confirmed. Mean, I'll that- say, like, for those of you who can't see, if he's a big boy. You're, you're a fit person. You're if you got person. muscles, man. If he, if he got muscles, man. Look, here's the thing. I wouldn't got be, pecs. I wouldn't be going. No, look, I, look. I've done things where it's like, all right, there's not. As he rolls up his sleeves. <laughs> he literally did roll up his sleeves. Let me roll up these sleeves real yeah, quick. So you can, you see know, these so muscles, nigga. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've done fitness things that I've known are bad because I'm quick. I'm. The way I like to live my life is like, if yeah. I'm doing bullshit, I'm doing bullshit. Of I'm course. not going to sugarcoat it. I was doing uh, a thing called the EC stack, which is where you take ephedrine and caffeine. Ephedrine was, uh, <laughs> was, uh, terrible. Y'all <laughs> 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 yeah, don't even know what it is. Though. I don't even need to know. It sounds <laughs> terrible. Tell us, tell us what it is. So ephedrine was a, uh, was a substance that used to be in diet pills, but people were taking too many, too much of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so US was like, we done. It's banned. Yeah. But it's found in, uh, bronze. So what what bodybuilders do is they take ephedrine and caffeine dose together to curb your appetite but raise your body heat and metabolism. And so that's what I first did and I cut like massive weight was looking mad good. But you have to like it's not something it's not like a magic pill. That's the problem that happens with a lot of people and what ends up getting a lot of diet pills banned. Of course. Is Lazy Americans being like, oh, it's a magic pill. Like, I've had people. And they start abusing them and yeah, stuff like that. They'll be like, oh, I can just take this. And I was like, no. I can take you eight have to, hydroxy no, cuts? No, you have to be going out there and hitting it hard. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm okay. pushing bills, you know. Uh, I will say, though, that I love you uh, backing up. But you still haven't told us what the fuck. Oh yeah, no, we did. <laughs> but but this was me giving an example of some like bullshit I was on, you gotta eat which, it is easy which it worked. But it's definitely it's only for if you're not if you're not going on our fitness bodybuilding.com forums, don't even mess with it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm, intermittent mm-hmm. fasting is a more manageable. Like basically, you have a eight hour window to mm-hmm. eat. And then you just fast outside of that. So you can – and there's so many different philosophies to it. I, I do a pretty simple one where it's like nothing – I can uh, – I can, can't can eat anything outside the feeding window. I can drink water, coffee, and I can drink anything as long as it isn't over uh, 50 uh, calories. Mm-hmm. But inside that feeding window, you get your day's worth of calories. So the reason it's an easier way and a more successful for a few people – I don't want to say it's for everyone, especially if you're like coming from an eating disorder. You mm. don't want to be doing anything like not eating, not eating for yeah. a certain amount of time. Could have some negative effects. Um, but what the reason why it's so su- 
successful is because you get your day's worth of calories within eight hours, which gives you a little more leeway to splurge a little bit in your meals. And so I've, so I pretty much do that. That's the intermittent fasting. Eugene Codero does it, uh, from okay. Kong Skull Island. Ryan Stanger, uh, who is a personal trainer. So yeah, he keep be, giving uh, these movie credits as proof that this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. This, that this Denzel exercise thing works. From- yeah. Training day doesn't, you know. Uh, Terry Crews from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He does intermittent fasting. I mean, if you just look at Chadwick Bosman from Black Panther, he, he might, does it. He might. You know. it's, so it's the new hotness, but it's, okay, it's pretty sure. chill. What but, time is your feeding window? Uh, I eat from one to nine. Oh, you don't eat until one? Yeah. What time do you normally wake up? I normally wake up... Around ten, eleven. Oh, I can oh, do that, man. Yeah. That's so much time to go. That, I mean, yeah, I do I, eat my first meal of the day around then. Yeah, that's that's but why I start at that time because you like, also wake I notice up at like I wouldn't. Noon. No, I wake up at six in the morning every morning because okay. I wake up and then I'll hit the gym and then usually by the time do. I'm done with the gym, I'm like doing some work okay. and then by the time I'm like, oh, I should eat, it's about one. Wow, I can't, I can't wake up. And go longer than two hours without eating. I'm usually eating within the hour after I wake up. I've realized I'm in a bad mood in the morning, and I'm starting to realize it's because I don't eat breakfast. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I have to. I I have to get breakfast in my body, yeah. or I can't function for the day. Yeah, it's so I, uh, I'm realizing that now, where I'm just like, oh shit, I've been such a <laughs> shitty morning person because I don't eat breakfast. Oh, I also yeah. don't drink coffee oh, or anything caffeinated, and either. I'm like, oh, this is why. It's something that I kept from Adventism. Yeah, uh, one uh, of the only things I kept. Yeah. I don't do. I don't think Carl drinks coffee either, does he? No, no. He We're doesn't. three uncaffeinated hosts of this yeah. show, and you can you can tell in our morning episode badly how yeah. how <laughs> terrible we were with mornings. Uh, so your feeding window. All right, one to nine. I mean, yeah. that's a good. Do, can you drink alcohol outside of that? Uh, as long as it's fifty. Well, I don't drink less? alcohol during pilot season. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That, that that's just something like I, said, I started. Zeke started. I believe that. everyone is very intelligent and entitled to their opinions, but I believe every person believes one bullshit. <laughs> oh man, you! I, I don't think that's the bullshit thing I believe in. What Trust is? Me. What do you think yours is? Oh man, um, ooh, I can say mine. Just so everyone knows, I do believe in some sort. There's some sort of magic or like mystical beliefs that I do truly believe in. Yeah, like uh, knocking on wood. Or uh, 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 wishing on things. I do authentically believe in those things. Mm -hmm. Astrology. Like, there's... I'm into that mystical type shit. Yeah, I've I've been trying to get a new banger. But, like... I don't know. I don't... I I don't... some crazy shit. I I believe some stuff, but I can't think of it. I'll give you one. I believe that deja vu is only... We only experience it because there's another Earth out there with all of us on it. Like a day ahead of us, because and like I we- believe the same exact thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I also believe that deja vu is the other Earth that yeah, we're seeing. One hundred percent. It's just a 100%. day ahead of us, and we're just experiencing what our other beings yeah. <laughs> have experienced. Yeah, uh, I believe that dreams are sometimes your other you that you're yeah, seeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I believe that. No we've lost so many. We've lost so many white men, but gained so many white female viewers. Now. I know, right? I know. Like, come on, you man. know, white. Come on, Sophie. You know, white women believe in that mystical stuff. How many mm-hmm. white women do you know right now that are just like, I'm having a bad mood because Mercury's in retrograde? 
Too many. I don't know any white women. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> there you go. There, there you, you go. go. There you I have will, it. I will say I've had some of those moments where things have been shitty, and then I'll ask Aurora because she's super into it. I was like, "Is Mercury in retro- retrograde?" She's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "That must be it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, but speaking of uh, 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 magical realism, uh, Atlanta's Ooh, yeah. episode was. So, so yeah, we're back. back we're back. We're back, so, guys. That's what I'm here for. So we had the. We had the so he made the chicken. He tells me about it at the show, and I get home. I was like, "Oh, I heard Carl got the air fryer." Kyle and Aurora, they're like, "Oh yeah, but we don't know if Carl has had enough yet, so we didn't finish it." I didn't tell him that Carl was finished because I didn't want their hungry asses to eat up the last of the chicken. So I was like, "Yeah, nah, me either. Go to sleep." It was foiled up. I hit it so that, and then I waited till one because <laughs> I because remember I woke up, but I can't eat till one, so I had to make sure it stayed safe. Hit it, went to the gym, went for, you know, some run, did some ab stuff, came home, made a plate with the chicken. He, Carl also made some potato salad, threw some potato salad on it, then made a, a, a ham sandwich, put it in front of my, my computer screen. Popped on Atlanta. <laughs> Real experience, man. Real, oh, and also had a Topo Chico, which if y'all ain't on Topo Chico yet, far superior, best carbonated water drink mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Second to none. That's McCoy a good Atlanta experience. I, I watch mine with food too. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, I put it on Twitter. Also, shout out to everybody who fought. I, there was this little campaign we ran, get Jackie's to a thousand. I got there. Oh, congrats. I was, congrats. I was at like 720 something as of last week's episode and now I'm close to 1100. So oh. people showed the fuck out. So shout out to everybody. Yeah, thanks, uh, yo. but I put this, I put this on Twitter that I've been in the middle of whole 30. Uh, as of this morning, my whole 30 is over. Hey, wait. So you gave me all that shit for intermittent fasting. You doing the bullshit whole 30? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, boy. Hey, you man. Remember, I was hey, like, man. this isn't, I don't want to call it was this me. a fad diet. It was me. Diet. It was me, Iffy. I will take that off of Jaquise. <laughs> it was me. I came at you. <laughs> And I don't do any of those bullshit diets. <laughs> I mean, that's because you already have the good metabolism. Yeah. See me in ten years, fam. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you when you fatter than both of us. Uh, I mean, I lost fourteen pounds on it. Yeah. And yeah. It no, good. they good. It's good. They good if you it's look. Good. It was good. Right. But I, you know, but but I watched Atlanta. I made me some homemade shredded hash browns. Some mm. some sugar free bacon because okay. you can have bacon on Whole Thirty, but it yeah. got to be sugar free. And some scrambled eggs, mixed okay. them hash browns and eggs, had the good bacon. Did you hear about the Gordon Ramsay way to make sh- scrambled eggs? That's no. My, my buddy did it. Uh, Kyle did it, and I tasted it. And that might be the new wave. You got to make what, it in the pot. How do you do it? You make it in the pot, and you cook it to like uh, medium-low heat. Uh-huh. And you have to keep it moving. You never okay. once let it settle. It's and called it co- soft scrambled. Yeah, and it's like a curdy. Type. Oh, and you put like a shit ton of butter in first. Oh, yeah. I say I couldn't and, have butter, but and, and I'm going to do that fresh, now. And creme fresh. And creme fresh. Okay. You know what? When I made these eggs, I because I normally whip my shit up in a bowl mm-hmm. and then put it in, let it sit a little, and then scramble it. Yeah. But I just put it right in and start scrambling right away, and yeah. they were fluffier. They were oh, yeah. They were good. All right. I'll fuck with that. I'll fuck with that. I like this episode. I liked it. Were we the ones people of Atlanta? Not I, I will say. The the intro, like the cold open, was very dark, but in it was a very good dark. way because it's like I learned what gas is. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't know gas? I didn't know gas. Listen, you guys, you gotta listen I'm to not, that new Juicy J. I'm not up on that southern slang. So you listen to that sad. Wait boy a minute, music. what? Gas? gas? What? What? When he said, "I need to get gas," he's talking about high grade marijuana. Oh, you re- you said that as if you looked it up on Urban Dictionary. I did. <laughs> Because that's how the funniest thing about Urban Dictionary is how they'll try and 
still be academic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Noun. Yeah. Used oh. in a sentence yeah. like. Oh my god. Munch on that ass. <laughs> yeah. An activity in which. <laughs> it's hilarious. But yeah, no, it was like beautifully dark. But was but was beautiful about is like, that's life. That's yeah. life in the hood. That Shit is. like that happens. That is. Yeah. Uh, I, I was. Go ahead, please. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I, uh. I have some thoughts about that opening segment. I wonder if they're going to bring it back. Uh, one of my favorite, uh, openings of a television show ever is, uh, 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 I don't remember what season of Breaking Bad. My heart is telling me season three. Are you three. talking about the pool there? Oh my yeah. goodness. Was, Where each episode it would add and you a just little kept bit more. And like, yeah, you what just, the fuck is this? Yeah. Oh, we I were wondered, like right there. Yeah. I was thinking that yeah. right when and you I, said. I, 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 but I don't like, I feel like at times when I'm watching things, and maybe this is because I'm a very pretentious writer, I'm just like, this is how I'd want it to go. And yeah. I let that spoil it for me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Where mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, it would be crazy if they did this and I don't just appreciate for what it is. Yeah. So part of me is just like, man, I want every episode to start with like these kids and just keep growing and growing. But I, it also would be great if they didn't do that. Yeah. But I did wonder about that while watching that. Opening. I don't think they're gonna. Br- I don't think they're they gonna won't. bring it back, and for a specific reason uh, that also goes to something else that I want to bring up, mm-hmm. which I will bring up as soon as we come back from break. <laughs> We back. We no, we're not taking a real break yet. Uh, I know, I know. I heard the Lamar episode how we were shocked every time. I just wanted to take the shirt off, yeah, and I was well, like, yeah. "I'll wait for the break, and I'm gonna try and time it." But you still were like, "Ah!" Yeah, ah! We, it literally is ten seconds. It's, I know yeah. that. I listened to an episode on Spotify just because I wanted to know what the experience of listening to a podcast on Spotify was like. And uh, it's, it's is that. it different? Well, I was like, I just wanted to know if I could close. It's really stupid. I wanted to know if I could close the app and come back to the podcast oh, and it would still be in the same place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it that's was. A good, that's a good And I experiment. was mind blown by it, which shows you how boring my life is. But I, <laughs> so I was I, like, I, holy shit, Spotify remembered where I was. Well, no, it's, it's, I've gotten deep back in a podcast. Like, how many podcasts do y'all listen to outside? I probably I listen, listen to, to about four. I listen to, uh, I listen to, I try to listen to Nerdist Writers Panel every, oh, nice. every week. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm, Getting into that A24 podcast. They just oh, dropped yeah. their first episode, which is Barry Jenkins interviewing oh, okay. Greta Gerwig, which is holy fuck. Oh, so they're good. doing long form conversations, but, uh, but with, let's, their... let's, let's stir up shit. <laughs> and, I, yeah. <laughs> and I listen to long form conversations. Yeah. That's a regular one that I listen to and comedy bang bang. Every oh week. man, you listen to like fulfilling podcasts. Like I listen to just like, uh, Bodega Boys, D. Susamiro. Oh, I need this. to listen to that. Uh, and pretty much uh, all fantasy everything with yeah. Ian Carmel and just candy dinner to hear how it sounds. But yeah, I've been what's been fun has been seeing like because I've stopped listening to music while I drive and just listen to podcasts. Yeah, same. And it's music been, make me sleepy now because uh, now it just feels like background. Not even background, but it it's adding more to my brain versus just like you know. Think remembering another Migos song. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, also, well, this sucks. Is another podcast oh, that nice. I listen to. You guys know about that. About yeah, so those are some other podcasts that you yes. I guess. Dark. Uh, it is. About so what? What was the reason? So, so here's the reason I don't. And I think we brought it up on this podcast, or we brought it up together, and maybe you guys 
eventually figured out what it meant, but we were talking about what does Robin season mean? Uh, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, they explain it in the trailer, but yeah. I didn't, I, I probably didn't see yeah, that trailer. The trailers were very, very dispersed. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, like, most of them were very weird. They were very weird. Yeah. And, and Doesn't like, Lakeith also explain it, like, a few... Well, that's yeah. what I think what Jaquise is well, about to get into. Well, right. Yeah. And so, in the episode, they explained, and I was like, oh, yeah, that makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah. It's so simple. Uh, but we were thinking like, oh, Donald Glover's so artistic. This must yeah. be something like crazy. So the reason I don't think that's as coming back is because I think that was literally just a introducing the to topic the of, Robin season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's the same way of like whenever you got new shit. I mean, at least when I was growing up in New York, you would never leave your house with it. Like for like a good two or three weeks, you'd be like, this is new. It's gonna stay right at home because I know. That only punks go out with their new shit first day because yeah. that's the easy way to get jacked. Well, that's that's why I didn't own Jordans till I think I bought my first pair of Jordans maybe two three years ago mm-hmm. because like I grew up in Compton and one of the members memories that'll stay in my head is one of our neighbors just walking down the middle of the street. He was mad dramatic. He was walking down the middle of the street to the apartment in his socks. And like, I was like, what the fuck? And like, his shirt's all ruffled and he's yeah. just, go- and then we found out, yeah, he got jacked for his J's and he felt bad about it. And then like, my brother told me another story how like the new J's came out and he was walking home and he saw this like Latino cat walking real fast and he was like, let me cross the street. And he said a car pulled up and these dudes came out, beat him up and jacked him from his J's and he was wearing the exact same J's that they jacked from him and hopped in a car and went. So I like, I always had this association where I was like, it's not worth it. Also, I, I'm a huge nerd, so I would rather put my money towards video games yeah. than, um, than stuff like that. But then, you know, got on at midnight, got a little more, uh, money and decided to fresh up and yeah. really just, when all in. I mean, I, I definitely had that same fear. My brother and I got our bikes jacked constantly. Mostly our fault, where we'd like leave them outside and be like, you know, just like the suburban kids. Yeah. And, yeah. But we did not live in the suburbs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I remember one time this dude stole our bike and he came back on the bike. Oh, and yeah. And we're just like, yo, that's our bike. And he's like, yeah. And we're like, yo, can we give it back? He's like, nah, because I'm not the one who stole it. My cousin stole it. So if you want it back, go talk to him. And we're like, Damn. but you're on the bike. You're he's like, yeah, bike. but I didn't steal it. Go talk to my cousin. And we're yeah. like, he gave us his apartment number. Wow. And really? we went, we rang the doorbell. And I remember he stuck his head out and his, with his girl. He's like, yo, I'm smashing my girl right now. And then we just never got our bike. Yeah, back. See, I got my hat stolen. I got, I, like my first baseball hat, fitted yeah. cap was a Seattle Mariners hat. I was in, I don't know, I was a King Griffey fan, so that's why. Oh, okay. um, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I was in seventh or eighth grade. And it got stolen by somebody in my class. Of course. They took my motherfucking hat, and they would wear that shit, and be like, you ain't getting this shit back. And there's nothing you can do about it. And there's nothing you can do about it. But here's what I did about it. We were all playing basketball one day. My hat was there. I wanted that motherfucker back. They were in the middle of the game. I was like, oh, I got to go. And then I fucking left, saw my hat, stole that shit back, (laughs) and wore that shit out. And he gave me props for that. (laughs) He gave me props for it. He was like... I said, you stole your hat back. I was like, yeah. He's like, Man. good shit. <laughs> Any time I tried to get justice like that, I got my ass beat. Was this kid, he respected Andrew. it, dude. This kid, Andrew, used to beat the shit out of me every day when I was in seventh grade. And then one day, he was just like, you're going to do my test for me. And I was like, no, I'm not doing your test. And he beat the shit out of me. And I was like, Damn. all right, I'll, I'll let you copy my test. 
And I remember I wrote every answer wrong on the test. I was like, <laughs> we both, we both going down. And he beat my ass so bad in front Damn. of the whole class after that. Like, anytime I tried to do some vigilante shit, I got my ass beat. So, yeah, I, I was a big dude. Facts. I never had to worry too much about people fucking with me. Yeah. But, like, I was, like, I, like I was a enforcer. My, my sister, she was a little badass. And I remember some guy grabbed uh, one of her friend's ass. And, like, he was running away. And they were like, we're going to get you. And then I like I chased him down, grabbed him, and then they're like, "You gonna say sorry?" He's like, "I'm sorry," and he tried to run away, and I grabbed him by the collar like a real goon. Ooh. Like I was like, "Damn, real goon hours right now," and he apologized or whatever. But like because of that, I've always had confidence in like, "Yo, I'm gonna fuck you up if you hit yeah. you know? Um And I've never like, luckily, I've never really had to throw hands like too much. I threw hands once, like, when I was in, like, seventh grade, and there was an eighth grader, and he, like, I forgot what he did. He, like, insulted a friend or something, and I just went out, and I pushed him against the wall, and we just started fucking going, and I whooped his ass. And so, like, that gave me enough cred in that school, which was cool because, like, it was, like, K through eight. So, like, when I was a crybaby, like, I was known as a crybaby. So after that, they are like, nah, if you ain't a crybaby, you'll throw hands. Um, you just need that one fight to get respect. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what I kind of liked about the Atlanta episode, that it's all about posturing, right? Yeah. Like throughout the yeah. entire episode, even in that little opening, those kids thought they could roll in there with their little gun, oh, yeah. and but then that nigga had the AK. AK. Oh, oh, my God. God. Yep. That was so crazy. It was crazy, dude. Uh, uh, Paperboy and Darius are also posturing. Like, mm-hmm. they have this issue with each other, but they're both like, nah, I'm big. I ain't. What's mm-hmm. yo, what? And then, like, uh, Ernst is like, hey, what's going on with y'all? Nothing. Like, it's that whole... Yeah. And the whole episode's about that, and even uh, the alligator man himself, he's dude, also posture. Shout out to Cat Williams, man. Yeah, he I thought he was it. great. He yeah. killed it. I it thought was he was so fucking great, dude. Every, and then the conclusion of that whole arc was so great with yeah. the alligator coming out. Like, it was so good. Like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it front to back. I really, what was real cool about the Darius and Paperboy issue is I feel like that's so real. It's, of that's black so male. It's so black yeah. male. Where like you'll have a problem with somebody and you'll be back and forth and then by the end of the episode they're like leaning on each other laughing about yeah, dude. some shit that that's, yeah. that's, the, it, that's how black dudes do shit sometimes too. Yeah. But I think I think what's uh, uh, also brilliant about the episode is that it doesn't sell it as a good thing. It kind yeah. of uh, well, I, yeah. I think it kind of sells it as a negative and I, uh, 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 I've been thinking about that a lot of like because I'm pretty sure there's a part of them that still holds that resentment about oh, yeah. whatever that thing is and like uh, oh man, that whole episode, it just took one, the whole thing could have been resolved if one person throughout the entire, I want to say eight characters had admitted fault. Yeah. If just one of them had admitted fault, like if the woman had just admitted that she took the money. Yeah. Or if, uh, uh, Cat Williams' character had just stepped outside. Yeah. Or, that's all they wanted to. They were like, it. we just want to step the outside. Step, or if the police were just like, this isn't a big deal. Maybe we just overreacted to it. Like, it just took one person to admit fault and nobody did. And it potentially, it potentially almost led up to a shootout, essentially. Oh, and yeah. it's so insane about like this thing about posturing is just like, you can hold your front, you can stand your ground. But I don't know. It could and, lead to some fuck shit. And the one person, the one moment where there wasn't any posturing is when uh, Donald Glover's character told them, yo, I love you. And old girl just started laughing at him. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> which is also a fucking thing, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
the posturing is okay. Or even but, like if we, if we even talk earnless posturing. Like he, the, the whole, whole episode. Yeah. Whole, yeah. But, no, he, but Jesus is right. That was like that, that was one yeah. vulnerable one moment. moment yeah. And he wasn't. Yeah. But like like my favorite part is like all he had to do is just be like, yo, I need a crash I, here. I need a crash here. And I he would have gotten a yeah. crash. But like the whole time oh he was God. like, what? And it's so funny because I've been – that person, like, of course. that is me, where you know, you don't want to ask for help, you just want to kind of make it seem like you don't want to be an inconvenience, so you're just like, all right, if, if someone's here, then I'm not going to be here. Yeah. And, like, even Darius being like, yo, you good? He's like, yeah, I'm good. He no, wasn't. you not, man. You yeah, don't have nowhere to live. I think that the black community definitely struggles with toxic masculinity, but one of the issues I kind of get, like, are one of the reasons I don't like when uh, uh, white feminist pointed out is that they don't really get why it exists yeah they don't really get why a black man feels a need not to look weak in front yeah. of people you know what i'm saying like there's a there's a reason behind it which is black men just became men within the last 50 years yeah and that's something that people don't get the right to own land the right to have a job the right to vote is all things that are new to black men also did you see the um the like stats that the black aziz on scene shared Mm-mm. Home ownership in 1968, I think, was uh, 47.1% with yeah. black people. This year, it's 472 That's insane. That's, uh, so within 0.1%. all those years, 0.1%. Yeah. So, like, even then, and then, um, I don't know if y'all saw this, but Bank of America just got popped for yeah, discrimination against In Charlotte, yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that, and that's for them being sloppy. There's so many yeah. ways that banks are getting away with this, just doing it to our faces, yeah. which is, you know, even simple things where, like, if there's a bullshit overdraft fee and you call them and they hear you got a black voice, they ain't going to overturn that shit. Listen, Bank yeah. of America already know that I own that. Oof. Don't, you got to get me mad about something else. Did <laughs> uh, <laughs> you end up getting that card? Uh, which card? Oh, yeah, I got the card, but yeah, from PayPal, not from Bank of America, because they're straight gotcha. ass. But, gotcha. um... Yeah, and I think that the reason why black men are so defensive about manhood in general and one of the reasons of why, like, shutting down masculinity and trying to attack it against black men the way that we do with white men is so problematic is this idea of being a man is brand new. Like, for so long, I considered myself a monster before I considered myself a man because of how the media portrayed me, because of how uh, uh, I was told that people would react to me. So when it comes to being a man, like... I think that's why black men aren't down to hug and shit like that. Because it's just like, no, nah, I'm a man, dude. I'm tough. I'm this. It's because this is like a new territory for us to be a manly man. To have a character like Mbaku is brand new for us. Yeah. To have a character like that for a white person, they can they can be soft. Yeah. They can have a Call Me By Your Name. They can have 20 Call Me By Your Names because they have 50 like M'Baku type movies yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. They have 50 Thors. Yeah. So like, I think that that's something that we, I do think that the posturing argument is really cool and stuff like that, but it does rub me the wrong way when, you know, certain white feminists, you know, go like, yeah, that's the issue. Men just need to be tough. And so it's like, yeah, but understand what that is. Understand why Cat Williams doesn't want to walk outside of that door. Yeah. Or why uh, Paperboy and Darius have such a hard time saying I'm sorry yeah. and admitting weakness. There's a there's a deep, deep racist reasoning behind that. Well, I feel yeah. like um, we've just passed the – I feel like there's been a death to nuance. And, mm. like, no one wants to actually have discussions. It's just the same way that I was talking about the Republican peoples I, I get at. And when they reply things and just say, yo – no, that's not true, or this, that, or you're wrong, you're wrong. Everyone wants to be right or wrong. No one wants to actually have a discussion. 
Yep. No one wants to actually break it down and actually learn from each other. So that's why we run into these issues with conversations because the answers are only black and white. One of the Nuance. And until we really just, it's really just getting offline and having these conversations face to face. Yeah. And that's when you'll see real growth. But I feel like the online conversation is so hostile because everyone, once again, to bring it back to Atlanta, everyone's posturing. Absolutely. Everyone, everyone wants to look good online. So if you call out someone looking not good or their stance being like they overreact. Yeah. Yeah. They overreact because they view it as, as like, Oh man, like there was a certain comedian who I won't name just yet when I was on at midnight, uh, he was, he was, he would regularly come on the show and it was back with, this was 2013, I think when Oscar so white was coming off, mm, coming off. Mm-hmm. And he did a tweet that was like, I bet you if, if Will Smith got nominated, she'd be there in the front row. And I replied, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. And then he got me, he was like, name me. Uh, movies that, that you think should have, uh, black movies that you think deserve to be nominated for best picture. And I gave him a list and he was like, none of those pictures did. I was like, look, as long as Brooklyn, this was the year Brooklyn was nominated. I was like, as long as Brooklyn is nominated, I could come up with any movie because Brooklyn was trash. Yeah. And then, then he, um, then he slid in my DMs. And he was like, I almost didn't believe you worked for at midnight the way you were coming at me. I was like, just because I work for at midnight doesn't mean I have to agree with all the bullshit you course, say. Right. And then, it, and I was like, and he was like, and I was like, you should know me since I'm the first black writer for at midnight and you are a pretty big regular on the show. And he goes, I don't see color. I was like, that's racist. And then that's when he like went off the end. He was like, you calling me racist? You calling me racist? But then this dude goes and, um, and like, it, it was a whole thing. Like he ended up calling at midnight and trying to start some shit and nothing happened because like, it they was able to be squashed. Yeah. Um, but that too, but like I, I also like went through efforts to squash it, but it was all because he didn't like the fact that someone can see his tweet and see someone correcting him. That's all it was. Of course. It had nothing to do with what I actually said. Like he really, that's, that was one of his points. He was like, if you wanted to have this conversation, you could catch me in the green room. You don't have, I was like, but you're making this statement publicly. So yeah. I'm going to address it publicly. 100%. Why would I let you spew bullshit and then talk to you privately? Because that, then the bullshit gets to live. Now I'm coming at you and everybody can see you're coming with bullshit. And he still did this until this day. He's still talking that dumb shit. Like he made, he made a dumb comment, uh, this year, but, uh, I'm not even going to say it just because I don't want to make it too easy to connect the dots. Um, <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think it kind of all comes back to ego. And like you said, the posturing thing, which is like, I wanted to be very clear that I'm not saying that black men don't have to apologize. I'm not saying that black men, you know, are, should be like let off the hook or whatever. What I'm saying is there's, this ego thing is a, is a tough water for them to wade. And I, and I, and it's something that I am constantly struggling with. You know what I'm saying? Like there are so many times where I want to turn up and I'm just like, what if I don't like, you know, what if I don't have to be the biggest fan or what if I don't like, you know, I wish, man, I wish I could be soft. That's all. That's, that's basically what I'm trying to say is I wish I could be soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Well, all you got to do is gain like 15 pounds and you'll be soft in your stomach. Nah, my, my skin's pretty soft, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we put on lotion. Yeah. I, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I've been working it. I've been working mm-hmm. on lotion. I got this coconut lotion in my backpack. I oh, bought yeah. it at the 99 cent store. I got the mm-hmm. Palmer, I got the Palmer's coconut oil. Ooh. We all got, oh, you don't have, you don't have hairy arms either? Yeah, no. No yeah, hair man. on the arms. Oh, all three of bit. us? A little bit, a little bit of well, hair. I, got, I mean, I, I barely any. That's because we No chest hair either. Uh, anyway, if you're not watching Atlanta, go watch it. Uh, Starbucks season one, catch up. Season two just premiered last Thursday. By the time you hear this, season two, episode two, it's gonna be dropping the next day. Uh, so check it out. One of the good shows. Here's something I want to do real quick. I, I don't know, how quick is this? Nerd up, how quick is that? Or, you, we want, I want to do the nerd update. Thing. Oh, that was a bad pistachio, I just hate. Oh, don't you hate that? Hell don't so. you hate that? Yeah. They, no. Or when you get one that's super hard and it's burnt. Oh, yeah, it was a double. Yeah. It was super hard, sour. It's the worst. It's the worst. Get your okay. life right, pistachios. Gotta eat another uh, one you got a new on. show coming out here on How Stuff Works. Yeah, Nerdificent, baby. Welcome to the family, man. Yeah. Uh, launches February, uh, April 3rd? Yeah. Yeah, man. That's when uh, the trailer drops, right? Uh, trailer drop. I know more about your podcast than you do. Okay. Uh, I, the trailer drops March 20th. I'm just not looking at the clock, okay? Oh, so. <laughs> you don't know more about the show than me. I'm not looking at the clock. What clock? The clock that says the date shit drops. Oh, I got it on my paper. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's Read why. the paper. March 20th, Good. your trailer drops. Yep. April 3rd, episode one. Is it just you? I don't know. Me and Danny Fernandez, good friend of there mine. We had a podcast called Krillin' It with Danny and Iffy. Mm-hmm. We talked about Dragon Ball Z. We'd often like veer off into just general nerd topics mm-hmm. and its effect on the community and the zeitgeist, some mm-hmm. may say. And we were like, yo, let's just do that. That's awesome, so, dude. You know, Jack O'Brien was like, I like that idea. Make it. Bet. My guy. Let's Boom. go. Boom. Welcome. Perfect. Yeah. Goku or Vegeta? Goku all day, every day. Edgar. Vegeta. I'm a Goku. Yeah. I'm a Goku. No, I'm an anti-hero guy. I like Vegeta. I, li- I, I don't not like Vegeta, but I fuck with Goku. Oh, yeah. Goku. Uh, I broke into my house one time to watch an episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> my mom was pissed because I lived in the, we lived in the hood. And she oh, was man. like, boy, you can't break into our house and let people see how you but, can get in. But that used to be the, the clutch move where – because your mom would never give you a key. So yeah. you always – every every kid I knew had a way they could break into their house, mm-hmm. and every parent hated it. Yeah. And DBZ came on at four o'clock. Tsunami yeah. had to watch, man. It was the oh, Freezer yeah. Saga. Have you been watching any of Super? Uh, not really. I am going to. My star brother watches it. Yeah, he Super says it's good. good. So it's I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna start checking it out. Uh, hit us with this is a segment you are gonna have on your shit. Nerd update. No, it's not a segment. Oh, no, it's not. No, no. We're... Then hit us with a nerd update. All right, a nerd update, y'all. Uh, play more Fortnite. You guys were talking oh, about uh, Fortnite is so good. Yeah, yeah you guys were talking it? about it. Oh, it's the game where it's a battle royale game. You land and you have to kill your way off the yeah, island. Yeah, kill your way. Mm-hmm. Last man standing wins. But there's a building element besides PUBG, which makes it so nasty. You got to make sure you have. So I just won my first match in Fortnite the other day, and it's. It's so just crazy because of the building element. I so, didn't know about the building element. I made it to the top five. Yeah. And then I was like, where is everyone? And I saw all these housing structures. Yeah. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then all of a sudden, this person busted out of one of them instead of killing me. I was like, where the fuck did this person come yeah, from? Oh, yeah. You, so that's, that's what you got to do is build in the circle and build a sniper tower Absolutely. for yourself. But like put little traps in it. So if people jump from the top, you can fuck them over that way. Mm-hmm. I love so, it. Uh, is it, is it an all-platform game? It is all-platform yeah, yeah. and it is free. Mm-hmm. What? 
That's yeah. right. You can download it from play. free off the PlayStation Store. Yep. Oh shit! You I'm don't do even that. need PlayStation Plus to play online. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm gonna do that. All right, All right. I'm gonna do that. I'm yeah, gonna do that. We'll can play. can like you play with people? Oh yeah. Oh, right, that's how yeah. that's how it's played. It's, yeah, uh, you either yeah. play solo, duos, or squads. Of oh form. hell yeah, dude! Yeah. I like this. I like so if you want to get it in, we can get it in. Let's get play it on in. PC. Let's so I'll it. come over to PS4 with y'all. Let's do it. I mean, last time Ify and I played online together, we got destroyed. Play 2K. 2K. We went to my park. But that was because everyone uses bullshit stats. See, Absolutely. We, we play, you know, we're, 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 we build off of our yeah, type. Yeah. We build, we build around ourselves. We try and make it closer to it. Everyone online in 2K is six, seven, can shoot three pointers. <laughs> can, can dribble jump, like yeah, Russ and yeah, it's like, Kyrie. What, are, what, are, what is going on here? So, yeah. like, so like you can't rebound over them because yeah. they're just like reaching up. Yeah. yeah. It was I'm, me, Ify, and our, uh, my Korean friend, Jean Ho, whose yeah. character was very much so built like how he is in real life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we were getting wrecked. Oh my I, gosh! It was I rough. made my I, I had to make my player taller. My player is six three because I can't be a five eight nigga. Yeah, in 2K. But, that's, but that's still uh, yeah, that's still. But reasonable. I was like, I'm not gonna make him like six seven. Like six three is still kind of short. Oh, yeah. In the NBA, but these niggas is huge in 2K. Like, yeah, I know because oh, yeah. mine is six. He's six ten, but yeah. he very much so plays like like a six ten. Yeah, dude. yeah. I think going like six to seven inches above your real height is okay. Yeah, well, yes, because it's a basketball game. Yeah, no one's yeah. no one's on your head for not being five ten in a yeah. basketball game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But when yeah, you're yeah. like seven feet tall and you can dribble like Kyrie, it's so, annoying as fuck. So whack. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna do that. We're gonna play that shit. Right. Uh, well, here it is. Uh, Hit us with that culture king of the week, guys. We are doing this from now on. Our honorary culture king of the week, and this contestant wowed me with a meme. <laughs> I search culture king pod every time I'm on the toilet because you know, like I said, reading going on Twitter calms my anxiety. And uh, there's that very famous <laughs> meme. It makes the shit easy. Makes the shit so easy, guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's a very popular meme of Shaq singing. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the meme, but it is Shaq uh, oh, yeah. belting. And someone put the lyrics to Queen of the Week on top of Shaq singing. <laughs> and uh that cracked me up so hard. So the honorary King of the Week is Levante Carson. Mm. So go ahead and look him up at Levante Carson. Listen. Easy way to get me to vote for you for honorary king of the uh, culture king of the week is uh hit me with a meme. I'm big on the memes. You guys up on this Patrick meme right now? Ooh the yeah, yeah. The, the Patrick meme is yeah. Patrick oh, meme. so good. So good. I saw one and it was Patrick passed out and it said uh when you knock him out in the first round and then uh <laughs> there was the angry Patrick guys and it said then he come at you in that second round for revenge. I, I saw like, that. Yeah. Mwah, art. So it funny. Was, yeah, my favorite is just the one with the blonde hair. And oh, like yeah. When, you, when her wig fall off, when you smash it. Yeah, and you, you put it on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's, man. I love it, man. I love new memes, man. Let's I love keep new them, memes. Keep hitting me up with those memes. I love it. Keep I love up. it. Meme us. Keep I love up. to see uh, Jaquise. As or a Carl or an Edgar meme. Yeah, start making some art, man. People, be, somebody made us art one time. I forgot who it was. Yeah, they drew us all. Uh, not that one. The one, oh yeah, kind of the one. And he, it was like embroidered. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking dope. I should like actually get that man another shout out because that was a really dope one. It was from at the fierce king uh, underscores after the and fierce hit us up with some pretty cool uh, pattern art. You see that? 
Uh, that shit oh, was that's dope. dope. I love that, that shit. Is dope. Yeah. Uh, so good. shout out to you. Shout out to you for doing that. Tai Zuninga is your <laughs> name. These people be having these names, man. I can't talk, man. People can't it's say pretty my shit. standard Latinx name. Uh, people have said Jaquis to me a oh, lot this weekend. Jaquis. Jaquis. I bet. That's, uh, what, that's what the voice in my car when I'm trying to text people thinks your name Jaquist. is. I have to purposely pronounce your name wrong. It's very upsetting. It's <laughs> okay. A tribe called Jaquess. I like <laughs> it. I like it. I like it. It's time for the list. Time for the list. Time for the list. Time for the list. Uh, Edgar, hit us with a list song. The list. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the list. <laughs> you on the list. <laughs> You fucked up, so you're on the list. The list. The list. Who you got on the list, Iffy? Oh, man, it's this dude at my gym down the street. I was uh, trying to do some barbell shrugs at about uh, 135. That's 245s on the weights, and I brought it off. It was over at the decline bench press machine, and I was swinging it over, not paying attention, almost walked into me. So I had to move, but it makes the weights fall off cartoonishly. So I'm like on one side, I'm like, boop, boop. And I look like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Some asshole fucked up my swag. I'm really into my gym swag. Yeah. Cause like back when I was doing powerlifting, I was hitting like, I was deadlifting like, uh, 500 pounds, squatting about 400 pounds. You know, everyone's been like, Oh, if he's that nigga. So like. I, I'm very into like people at my gym's perception of me. As it's this, like, like the Twitter joke. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you could have did this when we was alone, and I would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but now all these people seeing me dropping weights. Right. <laughs> I need you to move. I need to. I need to be the gym hero. Of course. Was his name? You don't have a name. He's just a dude. Nah, nah. He, he's a dude who he I, knows who he is. He knows yeah, who he know. is. He probably yeah. listens too. You hear that dude bumping into people? You on the list? On the list. Who you got, Edgar? On the list for me is a, a little bit more of a general thing. It's uh, people who do this. Uh, white people who rap songs at karaoke and uh, <laughs> make eye contact with me like I'm going to give them their uh, my approval. <laughs> I'm not. I didn't want you to rap the song. Yeah. I don't care that you're rapping the song. Stop making eye contact yeah. with me. Stop looking at me. It's also for uh, when a rap song is playing at a club and a white person pushes me like, hey, this song's <laughs> playing, right? Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. And I don't give a fuck. I don't want to be there. Yeah. So stop touching me. So uh, white people who make eye contact with me while they rap songs at karaoke, leave me the fuck alone. I want to be there with my girlfriend complaining about the fact that I'm there. That's the only reason why I'm outside of my house. <laughs> you hear that, white people? <laughs> who bumping into, who, who bumping, who bumping into, it was that dude white? Uh, yeah. White people who bumping into Iffy and the other white people who looking at Edgar when he rap, when they rap? When they rap. I'm when not you, rapping. When they rap. I'm not, I mean, I did do karaoke yesterday. I sung <laughs> Try a Little Tenderness and also Hit Me Baby. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be a little fun. Yeah, yeah. I w also, I'll, I want to piggyback on your karaoke tip. Here's another thing for karaoke. If you really good at singing, get the fuck out of karaoke. That's not <laughs> yeah. what it's here. This ain't Yo, American hold on, Idol. dog. That Thai dude yesterday who oh, could sing that good. Frank Sinatra, that know, was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's I that's, that's different, though. That's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, like when people go up to You talking about people who sing At Last? Yeah. At Last. And it's like, okay, we get it, yeah. But people who come up there trying to be the next Beyonce, get off the stage. We trying to, this is all, like, Everyone here is trash. So that's what's yeah. fun about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate a solid seven at karaoke. But if yeah, you attend yeah. anything above that, like if you attend, like sing something or do something that's fun, then do like Gangnam Style. 
If you sing good and you sing at karaoke, you're, it's the equivalent of that, that one lady at church who always go, Lord, be with me. My, my, my throat's been acting up and then she kills the song. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, the presence of the Lord is here. Like, don't fucking put a qualifier before you do a banger ass song. Get out of here. Are the niggas at the, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think the sum of my list is that I just hate people and I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I should be home alone most days. Alright, well, white people who rap at karaoke and look at Edgar for affirmation, you're on the list. Uh, here's somebody on the list for me. He just won himself an Oscar last night. Whoa, uh, he's taking big shots. Taking big shots. Uh, he's actually, he's actually the first double EGOT winner. Oh, I know who he is. Uh, Robert Lopez. You're on the list, brother. Let me tell you why. I know why. Man, when his wife got up he and she cut was, her off three he times, pushed nigga. her out of the way. <laughs> like literally, she was in the mic. She had took a breath, and he like bumped her out of the way. It was like, and let me say blah 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 blah. And then like then he was finished, and she came back. She was talking more. Did it again. <laughs> he did it three different times. He did times. it three times. And then he was like, and, then, and like, yo, rest in peace to his mom. I'm not saying like, yes, that's good. But then he was like, and, and to our kids, blah, 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 this ain't for you. This is for <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit was so funny, bro. That shit was so funny, oh, man. I, uh, I watched the Oscars with, uh, uh, a lot of women, uh, uh, my, my, uh, my girlfriend on, uh, uh, that, uh, her roommates had, a party and it was very very awkward because Anna didn't show up until like three hours into the party mm-hmm. and I showed up and I had invited a couple brothers yeah and uh, they were very very honest with their opinions like for example uh, Jane Fonda and Helen Mirren I think yeah came out to uh, present an award and then this black dude was like uh, then the award for best visual effects goes to because uh, <laughs> they were too oh because they were too they were looking so good and he's yeah, like yeah. best visual effects <laughs> and those women were not having it oh, but like uh, uh, Jane Fonda got the fresh pullback of the face. Hooey. The I mean, pullback. he wasn't wrong, but, you know, consider your no, audience. No, yeah. your audience. But when that happened, that one dude just started laughing so loud when he cut off. <laughs> and all the women at the party were so mad looking at me like, who's this nigga that you brought <laughs> to our house? It was so funny, <laughs> He dude. was laughing so, he was like, he enjoyed it. It was <laughs> hilarious, dude, but it was also trash as shit. <laughs> it wasn't, I mean, dude, you go back, if you didn't see it, go watch the clip. He literally pushes her out of the way oh to start talking. It's his wife, right? And it's his wife. <laughs> it's his wife, dude. Cold. Oh, man. Cold-blooded, dude. <laughs> you want to try it again? Try that note again? Oh, also, shout out to uh, Daryl Jim. Uh, Daryl Jim, yes, for, uh, being in yeah. uh, for being at the Oscars. He was in the song that uh, from Greatest Showman on Earth. Um, uh, this uh, is me. This is me. Yeah, yeah. He's he was one, one of the, the backup singers and yeah, dancer. Yeah. Uh, you can see me and Daryl Jim uh, every fourth Tuesday of the month at UCB. We hey. both do quick and funny musicals. Nice. Oh, nice! That's fantastic. Uh, and I think uh, I think after I said congratulations to him. Let's stop talking about it on Facebook. <laughs> That's the last I want to hear about it. Uh, yeah, he had a, he got he gonna have gifts and pictures forever, man. But shout I mean, out to it's, him. It's great. It's great. But also, like, uh, mm-hmm. there's a couple of niggas acting like he won the thing, and it's like, yeah. yo, let's, yeah. let's chill out, okay? He uh, he got ten seconds of screen time. <laughs> shout out to Daryl Jim. You ain't do that much, nigga. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I honestly. 
for, for real though. He's a fucking like he, like I remember someone was like from UCB to Oscars. I was like, yo, slow the fuck oh, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. I was yeah, let's slow down, okay? He, uh, he was a backup singer for the song that lost. <laughs> That's so salty. <laughs> Look, I, I, I just have it. I have I have no horse in this race. As hard as I've been riding Timothy Chalamet's coattails, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I was like, like F-E, F-E YouTube, bro. All yeah, right. yeah. Look, no look. more no more screenshots from that short film. No, no, <laughs> man. Look, look. I, and I will get at all fifteen minutes frame by frame <laughs> and use every piece of it. I love it. To, uh, shout out, my boy. Yeah, he's really he's, he's really like the right. same way. Like everyone's been like, oh, he's saying he likes hard music. Like nah, that nigga just like that. Like like when I um when I when we were on the short film, all he could talk about was Cuddy. All he could talk about was Cuddy, <laughs> Cuddy, Cuddy. And then so one of the uh, that movie Cuddy did, not mm-hmm. Need for Speed, but the like indie flick he did. Yeah. One of the producers worked on that and got him at a Cuddy show, and he like loved it. And then when I did Comedy Bang Bang and met Cuddy, uh, me and Carl took a picture and I sent it to him, and he was like, "What?" And he like lost his mind. So like he loves Cuddy, Frank Ocean. All he that seems shit. like a very excitable yeah. dude. Uh, the Oscars yeah. tried to do this really interesting thing during the red carpet this yeah. year, where like they would like show you someone from your hometown or something like that, yeah. and they got his high school to like video call him when he was on a red carpet. Yeah, and he was wild, and now he's like, "Oh my god, I I wouldn't be here without that man." I was like, "All right, this uh, is kind of cool. Like yeah. this makes me like this well, dude to see well, he's genuinely happy it, about it." It really makes you want more young people winning Oscars versus yeah. old people because he genuinely wanted to be there. He was genuinely excited. He wasn't he lost on his it. Mind. Yeah. Like I um like I hit him up with when I got the screener for Call You by your name Call Me by Your Name and I was like, I'm doing the Timothy Chalamet campaign. He was like, hey man, get on it. And like it was funny because like that was right before his ascension. Because literally Right after that, his number changed. <laughs> and I, New and phone. I, Who and this? Luckily, I knew, luckily, I'm so glad that like I had an interaction before that happened to know it wasn't because of me. But he also didn't hit me with the new number. <laughs> oh, man. Like, like it was like, hilarious. damn, he's he's gone. He's, he's out gone. There. Yeah, he's yeah. like, uh, <laughs> and, but you can keep he's also just on Instagram, so but that's busy. it, my nigga. Yeah, yeah. That's like, like I remember when he got the Oscar nom. I like messaged him on Instagram and he and he just liked them and I was like, "Are right, you busy? I get it." Yeah, that's where you're at. But now. also, like, that's the perfect. He's a good way. guy. He's a good guy. Um, yeah, definitely. All right, great. All right, so just to recap: Robert Lopez, people that bump Iffy at the gym, and people that look at Edgar while they're rapping. You're all on the list. On the that's list. the list. You're on the list. It's you're on the list. It's time to get the fuck oh, out of actually, here, guys. Oh, okay. Go one, ahead. one more thing. Before I go, All just right. in case this may be my only time. Yeah, man, you never welcome back. To, uh, you about to get somebody on the list. Oh, okay. You're on the list, Chuckies. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I did twist. that. I did that, uh, reference to remind myself, but Jackies mm. oh, is hating on, on my girl, Oscar. Yeah. Spelled her name wrong, <laughs> which I felt bad for him after a while because I didn't realize I was like the 15th person to call out that he spelled her name wrong. We're in a group called Comedians of Wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he really tried to come out with his trash take of hating Oscar. Uh, saying she's born she everything is. about her is exciting her instagram her life her old weird wrestling like promos where like yeah. she's being sexy like because japan mm. just is weird <laughs> in that way everything i'm in love with asuka it's, it's so many people came at me with that yeah and you, i loved that, it you don't come for the queen I you learn you learn my queen of the week last week was sasha banks i'm yeah, a sasha fan yeah that's and that what ro- like riled me up even more i was like oh this motherfucker yeah. <laughs> talk about wrestling but not talk about how you hate it on the queen i mean i don't hate her she's talented as fuck she's mm. just born man uh, okay she Ain't can't carry her, program. About her 
She can't Ain't carry her program. Nothing born about her. Ah, man, we are excited we gotta get for a, uh, our twenty fans that watch wrestling. They'll hey, be man. very excited about look, this. Look, dude, when people come out, of I mean, that one dude came yeah. out and was just like, uh, "Wrestling's also, not a sport." And it's like, all right, we dude. never even said it was. Well, it definitely I mean, is. Also, and he needs to like, shut the fuck no, up. No, no. Also, it's like to, to the guy who's like, "Wrestling's not a sport." Let me. See, you're gonna show me your body. Show me how much you lifting. Show me how much you lifting. Anybody who's like, "Wrestling's not a sport," so you better be me. lifting almost as much as me. Yeah. I don't. Because I like wrestling, people, but I can recognize that it's yeah, a sport. It's, it's ridiculous. Not, I mean, the point, the point I brought up was, it was like, it was predetermined. The point I brought up is, if you so start playing NBA. basketball and they predetermine the outcome, you're still playing a sport. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's still well, a sport. It, exactly. If you're doing a fake basketball match, it's still a basketball yeah, the match. The Harlem Globetrotters are still athletes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a per- Harlem girls. Yeah, that shit is predetermined. Yeah. It's fake. Is. And, but they're still, they can still ball anybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, stop hating. So, so yeah, but everybody, everybody who ass. think wrestling is a sport, you're on the fucking list. Yeah, dude. man, you're stay, on the list. Stay in your mom's fucking couch. <laughs> <laughs> we just lost like eight fans. Uh, it's time to get the fuck out of here, guys. All Iffy. Right. New podcast coming March twenty March uh April third. I can't fucking get my dates right. Nerd it's Infocent. on a paper in front of you. I know, man, but my microphone <laughs> is blocking literally the okay. date. Uh make sure to catch it. It's gonna be on the How Stuff Works Network. Where else can we find you, man? Yeah, Nerdificent on the How Stuff Work Works Network, Candy Dinner also out there where I'm talking spicy. Iffy Wadi Way, I F Y N W A D I W E on Instagram and Twitter. And you know, just check there for show dates. I'm doing stand up lots of times, improv lots of times, one, uh, once a month, every second Friday, uh, with white women. Mm-hmm. This Friday, uh, the 9th, we will be doing a show of your token friend with Nina Padrad, Nassim Padrad's sister. Uh, if you're in LA, go check it out. You got two days to out. do it. Come see you. Yeah, yeah. Take that. Take Edgar. That. We never do this. Where can they find you, man? Listen, you guys can find me on Instagram at Awfulgram or on Twitter at Edgar Mopasir. But here's my new requirement. If you guys are going to mention me on Twitter and talk to me on Twitter, you can only talk to me about your favorite Nickelback song. This week only, I'm only talking to niggas on Twitter about their favorite Nickelback songs. Also, uh, please hit up at Bad Comics by Anna and tell her to reinstate my cum shorts. Because uh, I have not masturbated terrible. since I've thrown them away, and I have pent up anxiety and anger. Terrible man! Like reinstate, have sex. reinstate, have sex. reinstate my cum shorts. No, because sometimes you know Anna's busy pursuing her <laughs> dreams and working out real hard. You know she's working real hard. She's on mod. She has John Baxter. They're killing it on Sketch Showdown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Reinstate the cum shorts. Uh, that's unfortunate. Hit me up on <laughs> Twitter. By the way, I just hey. want to, for all the listeners at home, Sophie has a face of horror. Complete <laughs> Yeah. Horror well, sorry, right. Sophie's not bad. on Twitter. She doesn't understand that's what bad. cum shorts are. That's bad. You don't want to know, Sophie. Uh, hit me up on Twitter <laughs> or Instagram at Jackie's Neil. Uh, if you're going to hit me up on Twitter this week, let's talk baseball. Spring training is here. Ugh. Season is about to come. Cubs for life, it just baby. Ended. It just ended, and uh, it's already back. That's not true. It ended five months ago. <laughs> what a quick but, five months. But you can also hit us up at Culture King Pod on Instagram, on Twitter. Hit Wait, us up on Facebook. Baseball's like my hemorrhoids. Uh, every time that's I think sad. I've gotten them beat, they find a way to still fuck me in the ass. Oh, that's sad, man. Hemorrhoids <laughs> fucking you in the ass? <laughs> that's sad, dude. You need to go to the doctor, man. 
Uh, Carl Tart, he's not here this week. We missed him. We're not going to have him next week either, but I still got a deep cut for you. So the deep cut of the week in honor of Carl Tart. I have four picked. I don't know which one I want to pick, but I'm going to pick one. I want to pick a fucking weird one. Do it. Uh... It is from the movie, Nickelodeon movie, Rugrats. I already knew it was going to be that one. It is Maya and Blackstreet would take it. me there. I knew it. Uh, all my 90s kids stand the fuck up. And it's just a good song. Shout out to Maya, the queen. Uh, I wish you'd come back and make uh, one track. Let's see if you still got it. You probably do. You're a great singer. Sound out, shout out to the worst baby crib ever created. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Not a crib. It's a... The playpen? The, ca- the baby carriage. Yeah, the, the niggas got the out of that. Oh, the reptile mobile? <laughs> yeah, the reptile yeah. mobile. Shout that out to that. That actually... Yeah, because it took them to the jungle. And it shot <laughs> fire. <laughs> <laughs> Go watch the Rugrats movie if you just want to fucking have a weird-ass night, man. But We've other than that... been recording for so long that the clock has literally stopped. Yep. No, so, I turned it off. She oh. turned it off. <laughs> so right. they gave up. They gave up. <laughs> so I guess that means we're done. You know where to hit us at. We like you. We love you. We'll be back.
guys are deep. When I send a big Chucky, Chucky to Petro. Chucky gets scared, Chucky to let go. If I was a rough batter with a bitch, for real, me and my twin would have been just like Phil and Lil. With one wish, Blink Branch, one trip. Where we going this adventure, who you want to come with? See, you're my little brother that I'll come get, run with. But it got to be done quick. Yo, Chucky is scared, and Tommy is sad. And Finn and Lil missing your mommy and dad. So take a time and date and find a place. And I guarantee you that we all get home safe.